0: Welcome back to the baseball podcast. We're here with Brandon Plant to break down Israel's historic loss. At the hands of yeah. Puerto Rico. So let's just uh, rip the band-aid off, Brandon. What happened?
1: Yeah. So Jose de Leon is what happened. I mean, <laughs> what a game. What a game. Going to this one had a four ERA in the minors. You know, it looked like a winnable game for Israel out of, you know, quote unquote winnable. I mean, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. Dominican Republic are all insane in their own right but out mm-hmm. of the three I guess Puerto Rico is the lesser of the three and yeah. so Israel especially with Jose de Leon on the mound not Barrios not Stroman this was an opportunity for Israel to maybe get an upset win uh early on not so much Jose de Leon looked fantastic uh 10 strikeouts today through five innings and two um and right away Puerto Rico was all over Israel you know colton gordon the starting pitcher for israel today looked good in the first two outs it just he just he lost the inning he lost the game there uh he just kind of lost control it was two outs two strikes and suddenly it's three nothing after one inning of play and that's baseball it's a game of inches and Gordon didn't get some calls and, you know, in the strike zone and the Puerto Rican strike zone for their pitchers was a little interesting tonight, but I mean, when you don't get a hit and you get a perfect game, I mean, it doesn't matter if the strike zone was a little larger for Puerto Rico or whatever, Israel just lost his game. Right. So uh, Gordon mm-hmm. gave it up there in the third tough outing for him, the young guy though. So you can't give him too much, uh, you know, of a hard time, but I really like Brandon Gold's game coming in after Gordon really settled things down, looked fantastic. You know, he had a couple of massive one, two, three innings there, a few strikeouts. Uh, he had a total line of three innings pitched, three hits, two runs, and he hit the 65 pitch limit. So after Gordon gave up those three runs, Gold did give up three runs as well in the second inning, but he really settled things down for Israel. And look, in the six or seven inning, Israel was only down six-nothing. Of course, that's a lot, but you know, tag, you know, tag a couple of runs here, maybe they get an opportunity. Brandon Gold, that, you know, Brandon Gold really gave them an opportunity tonight. So I have to give a bit of a shout out to Brandon Gold and the pitching staff for Israel. I mean, they really tried to keep it together as much as they could. The batting, you know, the batting crew, they gave them no opportunity today to ever have a chance to win this one. And this is where really uh, things unraveled for Israel. Bottom of the fifth, Joey Wagman came in for Israel, had the bases loaded with two outs and an 0-2 count. Again, game of inches, Israel had a chance to get out of it. Only down 6 nothing. Suddenly... Francisco Lenore launches a triple to deep right field off the wall to make it nine, nothing for Puerto Rico, probably a catchable ball there for Jock Peterson, but he's not the best, you know? Yeah. Right. Like it was off the wall, a little bad uh, position wise for Peterson, but he's not known for his defense. He's certainly not known as a center fielder. He's like learning it as he goes. So uh, I'm not going to cut, I'm going to cut him a bit of slack there. It's tough. It's a huge outfield there as well in Miami, Uh, Mm -hmm. but that one goes off the wall, nine, nothing. And, you know, the inning ends, I just want to mention this, Ryan LaVarnway, beautiful pick off of that Lindor. Was, that was third. Nice. What the hell are you doing, right? <laughs> it's 9 nothing. What are you doing, Lindor? He already evaded um, men golf or whatever once. Uh sliding in there to third, but LeVarnway got some payback there. That's probably right. the highlight of the night in terms of a big play for Israel. Uh right. after that, not much happened. Daniel Fetterman pitching angry. I don't know about you guys. He looked angry uh <laughs> through his stretch and release off the mound. Not happy with the way things were going for Israel. One, two, three inning in the bottom of the seventh for Daniel Fetterman, uh, minor league guy. Great to see. All three were ground balls, Ty Kelly and uh Mengolf. Uh, the third baseman had some tough work for them today, but I thought they played pretty well overall. Um, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. Israel falls 10-0 to Puerto Rico off a walk-off in the bottom of the eighth. It's the first time in world baseball classic uh, classic history, sorry, that a team has gotten no hit, didn't even get a base runner on. Um, and it was a weird way too, because Puerto Rico walked it off to seal the perfect game. So mm-hmm. that's just the beauty of the beauty. Of World Baseball Classic, baseball, I guess, but uh, once again, congratulations to Puerto Rico and Jose De Leon and the rest of the staff there. Uh, an incredible performance, uh, twenty four up, twenty four down. Just got to give your hats off to them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is the kind of game where, to be honest with you, it, it's bumming me out for you know the the next two games because I thought of it as obviously Nicaragua is a winnable game, and they actually uh you know they only won by two runs they had a late game coming which is excellent but i expected them to kind of do a little better in that game um and then this game i mean what do you say you know you didn't get a single runner on base you lost 10-0 i guess on the bright side you took it to eight innings before they got 10 runs but like that's not much of a bright side and then tomorrow (laughs) they have the dr which is one of the top three teams in the whole tournament, even though they suffered a loss already. And then you've got Venezuela, which is another top five team. So it's it's not going to get easier. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't expect them to get, per, like, perfect gamed again. But um, I think yesterday we are sort of riding the high of, man, Team Israel did it. They came back, and that was awesome. And, and you know, if that keeps them out of having to requalify, that was really all you needed. But yeah, I think yeah. this is shown –
1: cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. This has sort of showed all the things that we were looking past yesterday of, like, they just – They just don't have the starting pitching. And the thing that I thought was interesting was Dean Kramer was amazing yesterday and it was great, but you only have one Dean Kramer. And so they threw out Colton Gordon, who he's, you know, he's a 24 year old in single a ball. He has done well in single a ball, but he's not a major leaguer. And they use Brandon gold to piggyback off of him who looked pretty good, Yeah, but now you can't use Brandon gold tomorrow. So they're going to throw out Jacob Steinmetz, who is cool. He's an Orthodox Jew. That's a cool story. He's like a, a good prospect, but he's like 19 years old. So I'm not confident with Jacob Steinmetz going up against Manny Machado and Rafael Devers and all of that. I'll tell you what, though.
1: Because, look, if we get blown out again tomorrow, you got Dean Kramer and Robert Stock for Venezuela. Those are two capable arms. Dean Kramer, MLB guy, three, four innings for sure. You know, I'm not saying for sure, but, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Dean Kramer. Mm-hmm. Robert Stock definitely can give you three innings. I mean, Israel, you know, tomorrow, like I said the other day, I don't know if it was in the preview or in the post game recap, Ethan, but Israel quote-unquote, has a scheduled loss tomorrow. We're all expecting a loss. I hope Jacob Steinmatz, you know, goes off. It's incredible. First Orthodox Jew to be drafted, now pitching for Israel, starting for them. Great story, but it's unexpected that they're going to win. Like, it's not expected. But having Mm -hmm. Dean Kramer and Robert Stock with, you know, Blyer and Wagman and, you know, uh, Fishman and all these guys in the bullpen. Venezuela, hell of a team, beat DR, but that's a game where our pitching can actually go man to man and actually challenge Venezuela because stock played in Asia, hell of a career there. Good experience. Kramer enough said. So that's the game where Israel actually has a shot, but it's up to the batting core. Like you guys have said, you can't win without guys on base. So tomorrow. Yeah. yeah I think that's going to be a game where, uh, you know, if we could get, you know, we could get a couple of hits. I'll just be happy after this one, but <laughs> I think for Venezuela, I really want, I'm going to stay optimistic here. Dean Kramer and Robert stock against that lineup. It gives us a shot as long as the batting core can get something going.
2: Yeah, it, it seems to me a little bit like tomorrow. Tomorrow reads a little bit like these games that the Czech Republic has been playing where, you know, it's less, yeah, we're going to win this and more. Let's prove that we belong on the same field as these guys. So, you know, I think they'll, they'll have an opportunity to bounce back tomorrow. Um, and yeah, you know, like, we know that a lot of these guys can hit. They're, it's not like, you know, Yeah, this is a team that's going to get perfect-gamed all the time. They have good hitters in this lineup, like we discussed. Uh, Yeah, and then when you got Kramer and Stock going against Venezuela, I mean, like, if there's anybody on this team who's going to be able to handle that lineup in any way, it's going to be those two. And then uh, you really are just – you're hoping that maybe you catch Venezuela on an off day with their lineup. You can shut them down and uh, maybe – do something a little bit like what Australia did to, to Korea and stun them a little bit. That would be a big win for Israel for sure.
1: You guys can both agree with me. I mean, Dean Kramer, Robert stock, both can go four innings. And then you have Blair and these other guys in the bullpen. That is technically, that is actually a winnable game. I think maybe I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm definitely biased. But I think there's actually a chance. I mean, those are two very capable arms. They both have great stuff. Robert Stock against Nicaragua, we spoke about this other day, yesterday. I mean, he had some great movement on those pitches. I really, really was impressed with Robert Stock. So, I mean, maybe I'm getting myself a little too hyped up for this, but I think Dean Kramer and Robert Stock, if that's the plan, if they both can go in against Venezuela,
0: it gives us real shot. It does. It's one of those things where – you know, you can look at it optimistically and say, yeah, maybe they'll have a shot against Venezuela. I mean, who knows Dominican Republic lost. I mean, I I think if we're being completely honest, we're probably looking at two more losses for Israel, but the most important thing is that they did lock up a win against Nicaragua, uh, however difficult it might've been. So they're, Barring Nicaragua upsetting, you know, in the future, it they, they've locked up their, their spot in the next one. So it was interesting to see Ian Kinsler. You could tell, and I don't know if this was his plan or if it was because the game was starting to slip away, but you could tell he was managing it for tomorrow. He put in, I mean, Brandon Gold was probably one of his starters, so I'm not sure what that was about. But then he had, I think West it was just to control the bleeding. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you I just don't want to get embarrassed. some length out of the bullpen because he only got one inning from Gordon. But then he had Fetterman Weinberg, Fetterman and Weinberger finish out the game with Wagman. And like those are those are not his top tier guys. Wagman's an in Indy Ball and the other two guys are young and they're you know like like Blyer Fishman, probably Rossman, uh, Zach Weiss. Those are the guys that are going to put it in a winnable game. So you could tell he's keeping his guys. You know, if not for tomorrow, then for the next day. So it's. You know, they still have a shot. They still have all their pitchers and and the offense can't get any worse than it was today. So, we're still waiting on mm. a on a Jock Peterson, you know, blast. We're still waiting on Danny Valencia to do something. Alex Dickerson looked great in the game against Nicaragua. So, it could happen. It could happen. It's uh I think it it's one of those things where everything that could go wrong for Israel did go wrong and all of their weaknesses were on full display. And obviously, you got to give credit to Puerto Rico. They it was a hell of a game. They didn't give up a single base runner and they mercy ruled and they put up 10 Mm -hmm.
2: runs yeah and puerto rico capitalized on their opportunities also i mean like that that lindor triple was one of the biggest backbreakers i've seen yeah so far in the tournament the only bigger one might be the joey manessis three run homer against the u.s which we talked about a little bit earlier uh we're a little disappointed in that one
1: yeah look i mean israel like i've said already was in it at that point look six nothing Mm-hmm. you probably weren't going to come back, but they could have made it interesting at least. And yeah. then of course, like you just said, definitely a backbreaking, uh, triple to deep left, or sorry, deep right, right, right center. center yeah. field. Jock Peterson, once again, probably a catchable ball, but he's not a center fielder. So I'm really mm-hmm. not going to go, or I'm not going to harp on him, but Tom, I want to ask you this. Um, Matt Mervis has kind of been invisible, huh?
2: Yeah. I mean, he's hardly alone. You know, I'm looking at the box True. score. I'm seeing Gale a lot off of zeros well. like, uh, It might just be, you know, I mean, this has kind of been an issue with major league players the entire time the World Baseball Classic has been a thing. Some of these guys just are not ready for the season yet because it's spring training for these guys. And, you know, you're seeing that with the U.S. team as well. Some of these guys who are awesome hitters just absolutely have not showed up yet at all. Like Trout looks a little off. He's getting on base a lot. But, you know, this is the thing with all all, you know, American professional players like they've they've been back in season for what, like two, three weeks. Barely. Whereas, you know, I mean, a lot of the guys on Puerto Rico, they're they're all MLB players, too. So it's not like that's an excuse. But I have a feeling that that's probably what's affecting somebody like Mervis. I mean, Peterson's not really hitting the ball that well either. I mean, nobody on this team is but
1: uh had a couple of singles uh yesterday. yeah
2: but so yeah i, I mean I do want
1: to give a bit of a shout out to the bottom third of the lineup they carried us uh yesterday which i mean shows once again that the top of the lineup really isn't performing right that kind of yeah, really shows yeah. it there. by yeah, the way garrett Stubbs, we haven't mentioned this out today with a knee injury uh phillies and israel worked in coordination uh mm-hmm. he spoke he wanted to stay an extra day to see if he's good for tomorrow so he wanted to stay. He wants to play for this team. So shout out to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully he's okay. He had that knee injury. Woke up sore, according to Ian, uh, you know Kinsler, the manager. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. That's definitely a big factor into this lineup. That you know you lose an MLB guy, especially for a team like Israel not the deepest uh, you know in the batting core. That's a big right. loss. So um, yeah. definitely not. And he's the their game hottest changer. hitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I mean, it's not a game changer when you really look at the final scheme of things. We got a perfect game, mercy rule type of performance. Like it 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 probably wouldn't have made a difference, but at the same time, you know, who knows? Maybe he could have got a hit. Maybe he could have got a home run. He's one of our better hitters. So that's definitely a big loss. And I definitely, if you're watching this tomorrow or later tonight, before that DR game tomorrow night, hopefully he's back. Um, But I really wanted to say that because I'm glad to see it really is. It means a lot to me, I'm sure to you guys, that he wants to stick around and maybe play tomorrow and represent Israel. I think that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it is cool to see these guys, you know, start to get some pride for these teams. That's the kind of thing that I think we talked about this when you came on first, how like there are teams like Israel and Italy that have to rely on these, you know, American guys who qualify. And, you know, when you get guys who are able to find that passion, that's how you're going to be able to build your team until you have a successful domestic program. So, seeing somebody like Stubbs, who, like, yeah, Stubbs is JT Real Muto's backup, but, you know, he's on the world stage, he's going to be a rock solid player. As we saw, he's their hottest hitter. So, you know, he's somebody that maybe this team can build around a little bit. And who knows? I mean, there's a lot of guys out there who could play for Team Israel and make this a real force to be reckoned with. Breakout, so, breakout, the more guys that you have, you know, becoming team israel lifers the more likely it is that you'll start to draw some of those more elite players that they haven't been able to get so far
0: yeah well and like you were saying like the most important thing is trying well obviously you want to requalify for the next tournament which they probably did and then Mm -hmm. the most important thing is just building up You know, you want to have good Israeli players, but that's probably not going to happen in the near future. So for the next tournament, you want to try to build up the cachet as much as you can to entice the MLB stars. And like I was, you know, I was saying earlier, they just don't have the pitching, you know, the starting pitching depth. Dean Kramer's really good, but you only got one Dean Kramer. But next tournament, if you can stick around, if you can show people that, you know, you belong there, maybe you can get a Dylan Cease or a Max Freed or maybe Jared Schuster will turn into something. And then, you know, I'm working hmm. even. Eli Morgan, right. yeah, Eli Morgan was good. Yeah. Scott F. Frost was hurt this time. He'd be around. So, like, there are pitchers out there that, that you know, maybe couldn't have played for a certain reason or chose not to. But, you know, if you can keep building the program and showing that, you know, even if you're not going to win the whole tournament, you belong there and just solidify your spot, hopefully that will go a long way towards, you know, putting a better team on the field basically for next time, which – you know, they got exposed today. That's all that's all we can say about it. It's it's right. it's a fun game. You know, who knows? They could go out and win you know, two tomorrow or in the next day. I doubt it, but it could happen. It's tournament baseball. You know, we just saw Great Britain knock off Colombia, which nobody saw happening. <laughs> in Australia, we keep, you know, we keep seeing these upsets. US and Mexico. Like we keep seeing these upsets. So
2: yeah.
0: if Israel won if another we can, game, Canada, awesome. USA too soon. Exactly. Yeah. So so if Israel can win another one, it'd be awesome. Um, we got our win against Nicaragua, which was what we needed. I don't, I don't know what else to say, say about this Puerto Rico game, man. I don't have anything else. Yeah, it's tough to find upsides in
2: that, but, you know, but we. I think we did our best, you know.
0: Yeah, although I do want to commend Puerto Rico. They, they lost Car- Carlos Correa, which seemed like kind of a death blow. And they were starting a guy in Jose De Leon who was – he's like 30 years old. He's a failed prospect. I don't think he even saw the majors this year or if maybe a cup of coffee. Not – not what many would call a good Major League pitcher. And he went out and shoved against Major League hitters. You know, Jock Peterson, Alex Dick, mm-hmm. Matt Mervis, a hot prospect. Like, he... He mowed to, him down. Yeah, props to Jose De Leon, mm-hmm. props to the 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 Puerto Rico bullpen. Obviously, their offense was on fire, and they capitalized on every Israel mistake. So, you got to give it to them. Israel's faced some stiff competition. Nicaragua looked really good yesterday, considering what we thought of them coming into the tournament. And mm. uh, it's going to be a tough road. And, and I guess the only thing you say about it is... They're facing a lot of good competition and today they didn't, but tomorrow and the next day, hopefully they'll hang in there and, you know, put up some respectable games, even if you don't come out on the winning side. So I don't know. You got any other thoughts, Brandon? 100%. I
1: absolutely agree with you there. And once again, like you said it yourself, Nicaragua, that win, it's all we needed. Everything else is a cherry on top, right? So this is a, I think it's a learning experience. It's a humbling experience. I mean, Israel has really been on the high. This is like the first real blowout loss Israel has ever suffered. I think the only mm-hmm. other one would be Netherlands in 2017. I mean, that's re- that's really it. I mean, we lost eight three to Japan, but we were with them till the eighth inning, and then we gave up eight, scored three in the bottom or the top half of the ninth. But you know, that's because of the lack of depth in 2017. I honestly think right. if we had a couple more arms in 2017, watch out. But you know. That's the past this is now. This is the worst loss probably in Israel baseball history up to this point in terms of, like, being on the world stage. So it's a humbling experience, you know. Use this. Learn from it. Don't let it happen again. Now, DR tomorrow, Mm -hmm. it doesn't get any easier, of course. But as I've said many times, Dean Kramer and hopefully Robert Stock as well for Venezuela gives you a shot. Like you guys have already said, there's plenty of MLB at-bats in this batting core for Israel. Dickerson, uh, Peterson, Mervis, Galoff. Ty Kelly has experience. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. missing some names. Valencia, Lavarnway. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of names there, and I'm missing names even, that have good MLB experience. This is a lineup that is better than most in the World Baseball Classic for the lower half teams because of how much experience we have. So whether that's AAA, whether that's MLB, Israel's got it. They just have to put it all together. So uh, tough loss tonight. Tomorrow, I mean – I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess. We'll see what happens Wednesday. I do think we have a chance if Stock and Kramer are available. I do think.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, one more thing before we wrap it up. Brandon, we have a segment called Squash the Beef. If you want to Ooh. admit you're ever wrong about something. Not right now. But I would like to squash the beef with Ian Kinsler and the rest of the decision makers at you know Team Israel because I remember coming into this. I was talking to Sean about it. We were going over his Israel roster before he put it out. And I was saying, I was like, you know, Nicaragua, that's a winnable game. You might want to start one of your other guys that you don't need as much and save Dean Kramer for Puerto Rico. And I was like, I look at Puerto Rico, they don't have Correa, they don't have a ton of depth. If you start Dean Kramer, maybe you can sneak one out. And Sean was kind of like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter that much because you're still probably going to lose to Venezuela and DR. So you might as well lock up the one win and make sure you don't re-qualify. And I was like, I don't know, I feel like they should because then if you go on a run, whatever – I was wrong. They can't handle the they couldn't <laughs> handle this Puerto Rico team. Dean Kramer was obviously the right decision. The bats didn't really come yesterday, so they needed Kramer to shut them down. Yeah. It was the right decision. Ian Kinsler, I apologize. And whoever else was in that involved in that decision making, I apologize. I would like to squash the beef.
2: All right. I consider this beef fully squashed. I think you guys can you guys can kiss and make up. I'm assuming there's going to be some tickets in the future for you now. So I I think we got it all cleared up between you and Ian.
0: <laughs> exactly. Anything else you want to say, Brandon, before we uh, call it quits? Or do you want to just go and, go and cry now?
1: No crying. And that's exactly a great leeway to what I was about to say. Look, <laughs> tough loss. I mean, you can call it embarrassing. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it just, it's it happens. It had to ha- happen eventually in WBC history. If it never happened before, it was eventually going to happen. It happened to us. It happens. We are here In one of the top no the top tournament for baseball with the top teams the top countries in the world we beat nicaragua we're likely going to qualify for the next tournament we have put up we've made the country proud we made the jewish people proud with that win and the fact that we're here performing and look 10 nothing perfect game blah 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 sure it's not 18 to 8 it's not 20 to 2 i mean we we kept it close and you could call it a moral victory if you want i don't care I'm proud of this program, how far we've gone in less than 10 years. Ten years ago, this program didn't not it barely existed. Okay. So the fact that we're here now against Puerto Rico and DR and Venezuela and 2017, of course, and the Olympics in 2020 as well. It's been an incredible ride. And yeah, a bit of a bump here, but let's see how they respond. And look, if we lose the next two, whatever. We won that game. Uh, we got more experience, and we continue to show that Israel will be a place for baseball for years to come. And that's all, the, that's all that matters to me personally. So, uh, tough loss. It happens. It's baseball. Let's see how it goes tomorrow for our
0: boys. Yeah, agreed 100%. Tom, you got anything?
2: I got nothing to add. that was That was eloquent <laughs> as hell. It was. <laughs> i right, say bro. one more thing,
0: though. I yeah. want to give a
2: shout-out to
1: at uh, ILBaseball. Whoever is managing the Twitter account, beautiful tweets. It's fantastic tweeting. I, I just have mm-hmm. to give a bit of a shout-out. Kept me entertained through that boring game.
0: Yeah, go follow him. Brandon, where can people find your beautiful tweets?
1: Yeah, so your your timeline's definitely clogged with my stuff, so I apologize. Uh, but plan underscore Brandon on Twitter. If you want to follow me there, I'd really appreciate it. I'll shoot you a follow back. If you want to follow or, you know, engage with hockey, I'm a Sens guy. Sends talk on YouTube, you can check it out. But plan underscore Brandon on Twitter. Uh, big Israel guy throughout the year as well for all the tournaments, whatever they are, hockey, baseball, soccer, you name it. Uh, so thank you all for having me here and really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for coming on, man. We'll uh, hopefully have some more wins to talk about later. Hopefully. (laughs) All right, take it easy, man.
2: All right, Brandon, see you.